Greetings, everybody. Um, before we start the show, uh, so we have um, Willie Best with us tonight, um, which is John. <laughs> and we have Phineas Dre Whiskers, who you know, everybody knows that savior. And um, before hey! the show, I wanted to trademark um, secret. That damn. Congratulate all the winners of the Super Bowl pool. Um, Bastards. That would be OC Texican, Shane, oh, and Oh, I like Bloody that. Nani. OC Texican's a good guy. He's from Dallas. He's a really he's, nice guy. and you know He, what he, he used to be a reporter, Monique, for the Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. I swear to God, in the mid-90s. Well, and, he mm-hmm. was um, very... He won three... Um, he won two of the big ones. He won the halftime and the end of the game. So... He, Couldn't um, happen to a nicer guy. I love that guy. Yeah. Really? Okay. So he's super sweet. I didn't sweet. get my ice cream maker. <laughs> you know, he's super sweet and uh, bloody nine yeah, one yeah, as yeah. well, which is great. And Shane won, so yeah, congratulations to everybody who won. Um, Go to hell. Then... <laughs> thanks for the. Hey Sarah, thanks for the spoiler, friend. I have that recorded. <laughs> That's what Captain America wants wow. to insult somebody. The, the worst thing he'll ever say to him is, "Thanks for the spoiler, friend." <laughs> That's why you can't. That's, that's, that's why so many word. times, if something good is on, you can't, you can't even go on YouTube. You can't even go on. Twitter oh, I know, it's ridiculous. I'm if you don't watch ridiculous. it, like in the here and now. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody! So... Oh, we, well, you said it last time, Monique. We've been giving spoilers up for a show that's twenty-five years old, and people yell at you. Semantics. <laughs> 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 don't give me this. Parker Lewis can't lose spoilers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, interestingly, <laughs> um, people were talking about that Sopranos commercial. And um, I missed that. that's a perfect. That's a perfect show for spoilers. Well, perfect. and but the whole thing with that was everybody's like, oh, okay. Does that mean that the kids survived the shootout? <laughs> and it's like, hmm, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. I don't know. Okay, Sarah's giving you shit online, just so you know. She um, knows it's ridiculous that I'm, I said that. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You know what? She's gonna give Smoke you updates. This. She's gonna Smoke give this, you updates <laughs> throughout the entirety of the night. <laughs> um, okay, um, sadly, Dennis could not join us tonight. He was going out, Aww. so hopefully he'll be here tomorrow. Um, but today was a big day for a lot of stupidness. Um, there was obviously a lot of talk about Ivan Reitman. There was a Ivan lot of talk Ho- about Ivan J.D. Drago? and he how self-entitled... Ivan, what? Ivan, Ivan Drago? Yes, Ivan Drago. <laughs> and, um, and, talk about, you. and talk about the Super Bowl and... And again, we go back to his mother. So that's kind of where we were at. And um, it took me again all day to listen to it. But I finally got, hey, hey, John, were you listening to it this morning at like 8 o'clock in the morning? Not live, no. Oh, because my thing kept going. (laughs) Because you bumped me off. Yeah, I, uh, what was I doing? I was, no, that's okay. What is he doing so early? He knows that's my time period. I have a, um... I have an alternative. iHeartRadio, if people get a chance, has some pretty cool stuff on there to stream. Uh, it's a fr- I don't know why, but it does. It's like free stuff all around. It's podcasts are on it and stuff. It's a great alternative if you want to stream. I would try yeah. to turn them into their nemesis when they came over. Oh, yes. right, right. Were they clear channel? Like, oh, uh... They're censoring the hot, the hot uh, black eyed peas. That one thing. <laughs> like he it's cares. A, it says uh, they censored the satellite radio, Robin. That's right. He had that. I never forget anything. Unless <laughs> it's says he has tons of meetings. Don't ask. I love when yeah. he says that. Don't ask, Robin. 
Don't ask, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, yes, of course, when Howie talks about his mother, Sin Lu Hu, he's talking about his own uh, mortality. But you know what? He's in Florida and probably feels like slightly helpless that he can't do more. Not that he would. If you only had yeah, the resources. Like, what would he... what would... Oh, look, everybody stopped at the same time. Look, listen to the sounds of silence, everybody. <gasps> the sounds of Kinnison. <laughs> 100% it, what it is is, um, like my mom said, it's that poor me rat level. It's like when you break up with someone. It's like, poor me, I broke. And with him, everything is, poor me, I'm so helpless. I only have, you know, $800 million in the bank that I could easily uh, take care of this situation. But no, it's I'm the victim. Of course, he's, he's always the victim. He's, yeah, he's such a professional victim. He makes his he, 95-year-old it, moms. Dude. He is literally a professional victim at this point. I don't even – I was saying this to Xavier before. I, I don't even know what – he lies so much that I don't even believe the mom stuff, 75% uh, of it, half of it. I don't know what is concocted point. and what's scripted. I don't believe anything he does and says. Listen, yeah. she's 94 yeah. years I mean, old. Why, why I'm would you? sure. Yeah, no, we're great. Why wouldn't we? But we have no he, reason to. Yeah. He's 90, she's 94. I'm sure, you know, we're going through the throes of, you know, holy shit. It's almost that time. And um, I don't think he can deal with it. So he he, he doubles down on, on mocking her Wah. even more. T-H-R-O-E-S. You're Thank exactly you right. Much. You know what? If you knew your mom was like passing away and you actually really loved her, because, you know, some, some people don't. Um, Let's not get crazy. I I know. I know. Um, waka waka. But think about the fact that he's down in Florida and not by her side. By choice. Conscious choice. Of course. He's, of he's course. private. He has access to everything. He's a private jet. It gets him anywhere he wants. $25,000 private jet ride to transport one cat yeah. uh, to Palm Beach. He could do whatever he wants. Uh, no sympathy. None. I don't care. None. You got and the not, third round. Not only that. Man, it wasn't that long ago that 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 fucking Scott was begging to, for help with the hospice with his dying wife, and that was crickets. Yep. And so now and somehow we're supposed to feel some sort of human feeling towards Howard's X. He wouldn't dollar. even. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't even Dude, blurb a GoFundMe. That's all he had to do was say, "Our boy Scott, the engineer, has been with the show forever and ever and ever. His wife is. That's all he had to do. I, it would have been. Now nah, she would have died anyway, but just the gesture would have gone a long Dude, way. Would have shut us up. Something, you know, give her a freaking uh, a, a bogo for her hearties. Something, man. <laughs> Oh, I gotta keep this, up with these food delivery. Uh, this is an yeah. effort of years of grooming his audience to believe his parents are Jewish caricatures that we shouldn't have any feelings for. Yeah, that is true, but it didn't this, start out that way. And I, I honest, think so. Who listen. who pinpointed that last week though? With um, no, not last week, week before maybe, with um, with what's his face, Cooper, who used to come in all the time. And always talk about his his parents and his family and everything. Um, what's his name, guys? On the show oh. or in our chat? The comedian. No, oh, the comedian that used to come on and talk. Dana Carvey. Uh, Dave, David Spade. No, 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 and have fights with his family all the time. Oh, Pat the, Cooper. Pat Cooper. Yeah. Okay, right. Oh, that's right. And somebody had said that he took that whole shtick from Pat because the whole family yeah. dynamic thing was yeah, so. Yeah, I don't. You're right. Somebody in the chat right. said that. You're right. It's a little bit of Letterman. I think it was a David. Bit of Pat Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, so then he decides that's um, that's the shtick he's going to stick with, and it's you can't put that, you know. It's, once again, it's lazy radio. Yes. 
but he's the king of radio. conflation. Um, even I, I sent you a clip from the the Robin Williams stuff. He he literally made up a story. He made up a story about interviewing Robin Williams, which I was very proud that we uncovered that we did a show I on know. that like a three four years. Very underrated show. People should listen to that. I really like that show. We yeah. did that. He made up an interview with Robin Williams that never existed to sell a book. And um, he made up stories that just to, well, that's you can't when he did that, you cannot trust anything he says. That's the links will go to the line. If I remember correctly, they kind of had a little, little tiss, and Robin's like basically told the Stern show to go eat a dick. Well, did you know he actually sent a message on that birthday bash? They got Robin Williams to uh, it was one of those interstitials. Oh, really? I don't know if you saw, yeah, Monique saw that, but I don't know if she was. Yes. <laughs> nano, nano. Yes, Robin Williams, unfortunately, is unavailable for comment. Um, all right, so we have a lot of clips for tonight. I... What is that post by Beth Lully's? Conflation <laughs> is my best friend. What is that? Um, so I, I picked a lot of clips out today, and um, then John <laughs> supplemented it with some other stuff with Ivan Reitman from back in the day, which I, I just started listening to, and I was like, no, I'm going to leave it until I can hear it for the first time, because it sounded like old clips that would, um, of course, harken back to to Ivan, I guess, before the movie. Well, maybe? I also sent you the clip of um, the Valentine's Day karaoke, those two. Oh, those close two, to you. I still have that. The skeleton twins did. You actually yeah. had I just gave you a cleaner version of it okay, and the perfect. lead up into it. Just a little more dialogue of what led up to it and the, the day of. And it's hey, long, whiskers, but you can skip whisk, around. Whiskers, can you, um, can you put this in your back pocket for later? Are you reading? Uh, yeah, man. I'm <laughs> looking for it. Uh... Between the million back and forth. Steve Z, uh, you you kid? Steve Z, that is exactly what he's thinking. That's the real guy. I don't believe for a second. You are spot on. Imagine when his parents die in the the summer when he's off. He will, the first thing, I will be pissed. Why couldn't they die when I get some days off? That's that's exactly the way he thinks. Yeah, Yeah, but guys, the fact that you even think that he's going to go to the funeral. I mean, seriously. No, that's why he wants to keep him alive, so he doesn't have to go to the funeral. Like I said, they're gonna. That's why he has fifteen doctors working on him. They will wheel in the the thirty like the thirty inch uh, monitor, <laughs> and they'll the hit play. Zoom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, not even, it won't even be zoom. Come on, you expect him to actually do it live? No. Well, he's he he's pissed off because we. I think a lot a lot of us have been to funerals and wakes during COVID where either no one was allowed to go or it was so closed off that you had an excuse. Someone like him could have an excuse to not go. He wishes COVID were stronger right now because he could use this as an excuse yeah, to not he's gonna have, have to, to deal with anybody. Soon. Yep. COVID will be lifted Oops. and he'll have to invite people and be around people and he, he can't duck this. All right, I'm pulling up some clips now. So we're going to start with... Um, which harkens back to the <clears throat> Robin Williams yeah. bereavement time. I had a guy I used to work with that we had bereavement days and he, this guy would abuse the hell out of me. <laughs> he was such a con man. He would just make stuff up. And I was in the office one time just get, making photocopies and I hear the secretary who's like the gatekeeper. She knows everything. She goes, she goes, Hey Marge, Tom's uncle died. Again, uh, we won't work with that person. We won't. Like, my, my uncle, my, my step uncle died. Like, didn't he die? Everybody like, does she, the COVID she, now. Everybody she, does the COVID. She oh, I was exposed. Pa- <laughs> she so. did the sitcom pause where she goes, Tom's uncle died. 
again. Uh, everybody's worked And I'm, I'm in the back room, like, cackling, and I couldn't let them know I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's listen to um, Howard's moment of, you know, I've, I've, uh, I was going to write, I have a note, which, I mean, it's, it's so pretty lame. spot on to what he actually did. So let's take a listen. Uh, just make sure you can hear this, okay? But about a month ago, I was... Can you hear that? Yes. Great. Uh, Great. Yeah. Sitting Very at my clear. desk, and I was thinking about Ivan, and I said, <laughs> oh, this is so crazy. We haven't touched base in so long. And we used to see each other all the time. Even after the movie, he'd come to New York, and I'd meet him for a drink or for dinner. Um, and he came up to my apartment a couple of times. You know, we had a friendship, and, and then we kind of lost <laughs> touch, as people do. He lived on the West Coast. And you know me. I'm not good at keeping in touch with people. And, you know, he'd come to town and then I was unavailable, whatever. I said, this is crazy. I picked up the phone a month ago and I called Ivan. So, yeah. So who, can corrobor- who can corroborate that? I don't believe a word zero of it. I, want, I need corroboration. Zero. I need, I need phone locks. I don't believe it. Who can tell you that he did that? Not a one. But Xavier's right. Like, that's the, the thing we make fun of all the time. Uh, I was just about to write him a, a nice note. Now, he has the desk. He's at his desk now. Why does a veal twat like that need a desk? Why does someone with a 79 IQ need a desk on any level? Why does Beth need read? a desk? Why does Beth why need is, a desk? Why does Beth need a desk? Someone who can't open a Word document need a desk for. Beth, Beth having a desk is like those calendars where you with like kittens with glasses on, you know? Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they look, they look like secretaries, but they don't know they're secretaries. You know that kind of fooled ya, fooled you again. 100% the man who's like, having a sperm weight con in a in a chief's hat has a desk with okay. a Mont Blanc pen. You know why he has a desk? Mortis. Because he has seven hundred rooms. What the hell else is he gonna no, do with all that I space? Know. I mean, I be know. honest. What What do you think if you open? Uh, the top drawer of Beth's desk. What would you think you would be in there? Uh, gummy bears. Gummy. <laughs> seriously, seriously, like teen snacks. I think anorexic uh, teen snacks. Paper I think, clips. Um, uh, I think there'd be uh, a, Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, Jolly Ranchers. Is perfect. I think there would be a six by six glass mirror and a razor. And a I don't straw. think she's a cokehead. I really don't. She's a, she does Adderall. Wait, I didn't I'm say guessing. she was a cokehead. Oh, so she's crushing Adderall. Okay. Well, I, I think yeah, she takes very anything. carefully. I think it was. Uh, you're, you're right. It's it's actually rolled up hundred dollar bills. It was exactly. either Yoda Quiver Stern or D List that threw the Adderall thing in there. I think they're spot on. Plan that she B is pills. very calculated. They have they have like ten doctors they, on the arm who who work for free for them all day long, and he's like you know like uh, he could easily get an Adderall script. As, as oh my much god. As in a, I'm in just a curious. Do, do you think like a moth would come out and like the original paperwork for the desk would still still in there? <laughs> Holy like the, Cindy! Like the IKEA instructions are still there. Speaking <laughs> oh, yeah, of like IKEA, IKEA, look at this Cindy Lou Who wine. I think Beth has a futon in the wine cellar. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if they even collect wine, because that's where Howard sits now. <laughs> that's like his. That's his you, space. You can, and there's Pell yeah. Catterall. You can give that broad a, a 40 of Mickey's and just tell her it's imported from France. She wouldn't yeah. know. would totally polish that thing off. She wouldn't know. All right, she I'm gonna move know. on. I'm gonna move on on clips. People okay. people that um people that like to uh digress on our show. Yes, yes, best. Everyone means. is on Adderall. All right, here we go. 
Um, and oh, by the way, this is about. Um, we're going to continue with Ivan Reitman for a couple of clips because you know some of the things he said were just so ridiculous. But um, I'm sure you don't all know this, but Ivan Reitman saved Howard Stern's life. Just so you know, okay? <gasps> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you know, read that script. When we spoke, we had just the best time talking on the phone. It was a big that. love fest. Love you. Love this one. Love that one. And, uh, you know, it, uh, I felt so good about touching base with Ivan because I never want to be out of touch with the guy because and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. This guy saved my life. I felt such pressure to get that film Private Parts done. And here was my pressure. I told you I wrote either I wrote or I wrote with or had other people write a script for Private Parts, 21 different opportunities were taken to come up with the script and we couldn't do it. I wrote one of the scripts with another guy one time. It was all based on my father and our relationship and our blah, 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 blah. It was a piece of shit. And I wrote it. So, yeah, so now he starts digging deep into, like, his um, uh, memories of private parts. He can't believe he has a ball he, that someone is actually can tell him what to do. He hasn't right. been told what to do in years and years and years up it's until been that 25 point years. in 97. So somebody's like, oh, 25. no, I'm not the boss on this movie. Right, because Ivan Reitman passed it on to, um, what's her face? What was her name? Betty, Betty, Thomas. Betty Thomas. Betty Thomas, who's really only directed like five or six films. They're all crappy comedy. I actually like crappy. the Brady Bunch movie. The Brady Bunch movie is pretty clever. I have to give her that. I thought Right. It was good. So I think the thinking was um, she was kind of like Ivan Reitman's protege of some sort. Yes. And coming off of the heels of the Brady Bunch movie, which was popular Ooh. because of the nostalgia of it, um, they thought that they would give her something to, to follow up with. And that wound up being private parts. Um, but you, you can also thank Ivan Reitman for planting the delusional thing into Howard that he's anything more than a radio host. He has failed in every other medium, TV, movies, over and over again, that he now he thinks because of this, Ivan Reitman planted this delusional pomposity that he is more than a radio host, which you know, we all know he's you not. You know, John, I, I read a couple of like, uh, like little Reddits or whatever people directly blame Ivan for even on our site, for fucking up the Howard Stern show. Because you're right, he did give him kind it, of it might delusions be, I, of grandeur. It just hit me today. It really does, thinking about it today. You, like, and you really think yeah. about it, you know, like where's ground zero with this whole mess that is Well, listen to, listen to some of these clips, and, and we'll talk about it. Let me see how, how many I have. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Eight. I have eight Ivan Reitman clips. I mean, all of them are less than a minute long. So let's go it's, on to the next one. And it's, we'll, it, it's inter- the people in the chat. It's interesting. They ha- who haven't listened to the current show. Ca- Captain Cl- Coach Clearfoss. Cl- Co- Clearfoss. I haven't listened to the show in ten years. I can't believe uh, what his voice sounds like. It's so interesting to hear people with the chiclet over the Darth Kermit over modulation and stuff. It sounds horrible. I know. I, I, I picture being someone who's listening to this for the first time. I'm in five, ten years. How yeah. weird yeah, that And you don't know what like. you're listening to because yep. it sounds like just every other horrible, uncomfortable, you know, hacky show. But listen here. So, so, so let's go on to who Maybe. we actually wound up writing it with so I can talk to you about this. Okay? So just yeah. bear, with, bear with me just a moment while it 
pulls up for me. Do, 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 do. Listen, Ivan ain't working for free, but Ivan was excited about it. Now, to get a guy of Ivan Reitman's caliber, this guy's on a mad roll with all his movies, oh, he's so- just to get him to be interested was a miracle. I was like, how could I miss now with this movie? I got the greatest filmmaker, Ivan Reitman, involved. I'm going to be the fucking man here. Well, Ivan said, you prepared to work? I go, yeah, what are we doing? He says, I know a guy I think would be great to write this thing. His name's Lenny Bloom out of Canada. I remember him actually from the... the Uh, I say, oh, okay. He says, he's going to write it, and here's how we're going to do it. You guys get together. I want you to do a deep dive. Go through everything. And I would sit there with Lenny. I'd tell him about my best bits, what I was thinking during them, blah, 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 blah. We met for, I don't know, a couple of months or maybe. I don't know. I don't even remember. Lenny was out of my house. We were writing together. Ivan said, Lenny's going to go back and write, and uh, he'll he'll send me pages every couple of days, and I'll edit them. I'm just trying to write a movie with this ignoramus. (laughs) No, especially when you think about it. And you know what? I, I swear, we really, I just downloaded it again. We really, really need to do a deep dive into Private Parts, the book. Because I know we've done the movie several times, yes. and I'm like over that completely. But the book has so much bullshit in it. I mean, it's well, just the, It's short shocking. attention span theater, too. It's not like, it's it's written so an idiot could read it. Like, you could just pick it up on any it's page. It's the stupidest no human continuity. being. It's like Howard right. Stern for dummies. That's yep. what it is. Kind there of. was so many like people like you know just complete um, some men heads that would say the only the only book I ever read is Private Parts. You're like, well, that, I'm that proud of you. Yep. That's that's really exciting. You know that's why it has pictures. It was it was done in like a you know point fifteen font. So, it was, <laughs> but it was yep. you know it was it was a huge book. I mean let's admit it. It was huge. it was big at the time and um and I've come to decide that again 90% of what's in there is all bullshit this is all just a made up history so and the, the reason that they couldn't write a good script with it is because there was no follow through to those stories so you know if you start to talk about how black kids beat you up you know in your hometown and there's no follow up to it like that's his story that's his go to it's not like he'll talk about it and then talk about it and then like two weeks later they came after me or then like, you know, when I went to school the following day. There's no follow-up at no. all. It's just the story. The and real book is the Paul Colford biography you've gone over a million times. The right. unauthorized biography. He was thoroughly researched. He was a Newsday journalist and he talked to people in his life, the people who have no reason to lie. They're giving you exactly what happened. He, as you know, is a pathological liar. You can't believe anything he says. That's the real book. If you want to know his real life, that's the real book. I recommend that a thousand times. But old. this is more this is more storytelling of his life versus interviewing people that knew him throughout his life. So I but think it's not even in continuity like that. It's like random musings. It's random. Let me name musings. my least favorite comedians and a list. And it's Ratso you know, Sloman's scatological. Right. So 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 you bring in a Ratso Sloman who you know is going to be a little bit on the dirty side and a little bit on the naughty side, and and that's what you come up with, you know. Yep. And and I think that a lot of the memories that Howard had back then are, are really not what he started out with talking about. Like, you know, Benjamin used to always say it was, you know, when he first told the story, it was Polish kids beating him up and not two black kids. But it sounded better. Well, if you notice, be... nobody ever corroborates. There is parts. nothing to corroborate. There's no we had the, we had the good never rabbi cor- in. No, no yes. although he right. did corroborate that the, something. That they had... Um, 
his father had porno movies on eight eight <laughs> oh, eight reel dude film and they used to and, watch yeah, them like down in the corroborate that so him and his doctor buddy used to jack each other off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, other than, I mean, see, that, that, I mean, that I mean, story, I would believe, because he's still alive, so he could refute that if he wanted to. Exactly. It's but like, he did it. Next name on the act, Jack Blay. Yeah, um, but somebody beating you up? Who's going to prove that? Right. One way or the did other. Did I say beating you up? I meant beating you off. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, oopsie. Oopsie. I mean, all those. Yeah, because you remember, like, when remember that history of Howard Stern that was like ran for the first few years? Yes. Like, yeah, it's um, pretty good. It's actually there some was honesty never leaks out. One yeah. person that. To say, yeah, he got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, Never. not one. There is nobody not to say one. that. He'll tell you, though, even Mac, he goes, well, you know, everybody I ever dealt with is either dead or in jail. So once he puts that out there, you can't, if you just think everyone's dead or in jail, you're not going to even that's not true try to ask anyone. Well, of course it's not true. None but he didn't go to. But he didn't even go to high school in Roosevelt. No, he went he to high not. school in Rockville Center. And who lies about their high school in a movie? If we if we did, you know how Howard. killed you would get from your immediate circle. Again, if you lied that's why about the high school you went to. That's why. That's why something like Howard Stern, the high school years, could never be exactly you know right. a full fruition. That's a great because point. none of it is based on any kind of reality. I mean, I tell stupid stories on here all the time about like you know stupid things that happened to me in school and whatever. And and there's continuity to yeah. it because it, it did happen. But when you make something up and you can't follow up your lie with another lie, you know, that just makes it a stupid hacky paragraph in a book and that's it. So there is no continuity to to Howard. Um, and that one scene of him like in the bathroom, I mean the gym where everybody's yeah, yeah, like, getting naked and he's like in watching the them all pass. Yes. You know That's... that never happened. You know, well, it's, never... it's not the right high school. It's it's, right he's, high a, school. He's, he's a senior. He, he, <laughs> he, was a, he was a senior at Rockville Center. He spent his entire high school career. Rockville Center is 99% white. It's yeah, at the course. very highest point in Nassau County, almost the city. It's 99% white. He spent his entire high school career there in private parts. He acts as if he's a senior in Roosevelt. Right. It doesn't exist. You, who would get away with lying like that? That's, why he, That's why he couldn't yeah. do the He uh, left all show. the way to the bank. That's why he couldn't do the show, because there was no way to do it. All right, I'm moving on Bingo. a little bit. Bingo. Um, I'm moving on to um, moving on. Oh. Howard Stern sucked as an actor. So this was his follow-up about Ivan. Every day you shoot, and then they send all the shit off to Ivan so he could see what's happening. Even the first couple of days on the set, your man here hadn't uh, acted before. He was having a couple of rough days. Ivan smacked me around. <laughs> he literally like kind of fucking brought me into room goes what the fuck are you doing <laughs> i go i don't know what i'm doing goes you're playing yourself and you and you're ad-libbing on the set you got lines and other actors have to know when to come in i go they do can't they read my mind i'm he goes listen go up to your room and learn your lines and come down here can act like a man there you go so uh he he smacked me around came down i started doing some acting some damn good acting i got robbed at the academy (laughs) what what was betty doing if uh ivan's like being captain director you know what because betty probably called ivan and said you know this really sucks (laughs) (laughs) that's what happened (laughs) touche you know and and i'm i'm sure he he, you know, he was putting his name on this dreck. So I'm sure he needed to see the dailies. I'm sure that had to happen. You know, so you can't even the... play yourself. So what on earth that... is, what future do you have in movies? None. Go Xavier. 
No, so the guy who did Hotel for Dogs had a standards. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Damn it. Yeah, you know, they yeah, all peaked yeah, back yeah. in the, like the late 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. So are you saying that the guy who produced Mummies Alive cared <laughs> no. about a product? <laughs> okay. Is that um, an animated series? I have no idea, but it's no idea. his IMDb. Oh, you, what are you looking at IMDb? Yeah, it's, it's an animated series. I have his IMDb uh, <laughs> I shared right now if we want to. Okay, <laughs> give me a few. Give me a few more clips. I shall and then not we can do that. Oh, you shall. You shall. Shot. Damn it. Shot. Shot. All right, this is about Reicher. I was racking my brain trying to figure it out, and so many talented people and the movie studio who was putting up money for all these drafts was saying, you know, they bought the the book, Private Parts, and they wanted the movie rights, and they go, "Listen, man, come on already, you got to make the movie." It was Reicher Entertainment. They wanted a hit movie. And they were like pressuring me, you know, come on. One of these scripts isn't good enough for you. What is with you? And my agent, Don Buckle, was like, Howard's not happy with the script. And my, and my agent got me script approval. Thank God, because they would have made any one of these shitty scripts. And then at some point, they were threatening me. We're going to get Jeff Goldblum to uh, play you, and you won't even be Howard Stern. And I said, you got to be kidding me. He's not. He's not a perfectionist. He's trying to give you this humble brag that he's a perfectionist, and he's he doesn't want to work. He doesn't want no. to do it. Yeah. He he he's, he loves the announcement as he loves to brag about. He doesn't want and, to do and it. And he loves so he writing credit, he doesn't like but to, he doesn't yes. want to do the work. He too. wants credit, like 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 uh, um, Son of the Beach. I think he worked on that a half hour in his life. So yeah. So you think that the low budget studio production was gonna spend money on on uh, Jeff Goldblum? Well, the the budget is. There's no um, way they would afford it. None. None. You guys chat. I forgot my readers. I'm just, sorry. Just uh, tinkering uh, around over the years. The budget no, for that dude. is about thirty million dollars. It wasn't. The movie wasn't he pulled in off of uh, like uh, Jurassic Park around that time. So you mean yeah, to tell well, me they're gonna they have the scratch to pay him? No way. That, no way. Well, it, it, uh, it said that the, the the budget's thirty million dollars, right? Which we cannot find out what he got for the movie. The movie pulled in forty-one million dollars. Just it, all it made yeah. was domestic money. It Did nothing internationally. Not so you know as well the, as that. Apparently, do movies have to make double? So if the budget's thirty million dollars, uh, they're satisfied if they make sixty. Budget million. times a half at least to break even, and then the promotional thing is even on top of that. So oh, him yeah, bringing it's, it's no, a total. No, no, yeah. They lost so much. You spent a ton and, of money on on advertising. And we, when we say on here all the time, I think Howard sold himself. I think the, one of the reasons the movie even got made is Mr. Huckster salesman told Reitman and, and everybody at Reicher, look, I got this radio show with a million people listening, which they, they're not going to look at the ratings. I will promote the shit out of this for two years straight, and it will make that money back. I guarantee you, my fans, look at the, the book sales at, at Miss America and Private Parts. We're going we're gonna to make back six times what the budget is. I guarantee that's how he spun it. To him and Buckwall to mean, the to the studio. The the time period which it was released in, that's when like the the studios just dump movies. I mean, you had Jungle to Jungle, and then oh, that had, came out the same day. Yeah, Donnie Brasco came out. The other thing, the other thing you day. had going on was all the special editions were coming out, which were actually well, doing he really did. Well. Which he's such a pain in the ass. Him and Buckwall <laughs> and all their bullshit. They couldn't even get a Blu-ray. They couldn't even get extras made. Dude. On a Blu-ray, when every other movie around it did, he, you know it was them playing hardball. Go, I want even, I want three times the money for... Even like the Polly Shore movies came out during the summer. For yeah. For sake. 
That was February. Private Parts came out in... Uh... Hey, buddy. So I went on to Wikipedia to look at Reicher, Uh-oh. you know, as we've done before. And I saw that the guy who kind of picked it back up, um, put it back on its feet, was a guy named Keith Sample, I think is his name. Tight, he runs a tight trip. And I, well, yeah, and I, and <laughs> I did a little deeper dive on him and saw he had a website. And so I emailed him today asking him if he would answer a couple oh. of questions about Reicher and, um, and what it was like working with um, the people from Private Parts, you know, and in particular Howard. So we'll see if he writes back to me. It'll be interesting to see if he um, comes back to us with some conversation. All right, so I'm going to go on to the next one because this is, this is you know, Ivan was so proud of what Howard ultimately did in Private Parts that this was the um, feelings from Ivan. And again, none of this can be um, quoted. <laughs> I knew Ivan liked the finished product when he said, uh, damn, I should have directed this movie. He was jealous a little he bit. Said and that. He said and he said to me, I'm putting my name on this movie. He, he didn't have to put the name Ivan Reitman produces. He saw it. He said, Jesus Christ, this is a fucking, this is a fucking great movie. I and watched, I had one experience of him being in a room watching different pieces of the film yeah. with a bunch of other uh, behind the scenes people, you know, and yeah. in, and is, you know, after they stopped watching, somebody said something and another person said, he goes, look, this is the movie. And he put it all together for them in seconds. Yeah, he was And they brilliant. were like, oh, okay. He was yeah, brilliant amazing guy. like that. Yeah. Explain that to it me. It means he's got too much to do. It doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> he put it together. Just oh. like that. Oh, what a storyboardist. I could put it together too. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a whiteboard magician. He just knows <laughs> everything. I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I found Such it insane. Crap. You know what yeah, I love? By the, the way, redem- how is this eulogizing Ivan? He's just basically the same compliments talked about a million times. Of Have course. you ever seen a you he just Ivan just died. Have you ever he- heard somebody sound so jovial from someone they're so close to this? Really good to talk of, about pirate parts again. You're not supposed to he sounds like, right. He's just exactly like, like it's the best thing that's happened to him all month. About Yeah. There's not a single shred of remorse in this and, and even talking about his own mom it's just the sociopath never leaves him there's no such thing as a eulogy he sounds so jovial all the time exactly. melvin says private parts was the first portrayal to loyal fans stern could have made a raunchy free speech movie but chose not to and made his work a complete fiction it was the birth of hollywood How- howie yeah very yeah, true yeah, pretty much very 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 true um, I have two more Ivan Reitman uh, clips, and then we can talk about anything you want to for a little bit. But I did want to talk about uh, Jason Reitman because I found both of these clips to be extremely amusing just in terms of his feelings about Jason Reitman. And uh, I'm sad for his family, too, his son. His son. His son's a big-time director now, Ivan's son, um, Jason Reitman. He's been nominated for an Academy Award. I think. Has he? I'm trying to think. Did he win one? What yeah, I remember when I produced the TV show, I was going to have Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman, Ivan's son was uh, married, and he, uh, I think he was in the jewelry business with his wife. And did, Ivan says, yeah, my son's thinking of becoming a director. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, your son's thinking of becoming a director. 
There's a bad idea. Would you want to be Jason? Uh, would you want to be Ivan Reitman's son? Better this than guy's made are. every great movie and then become a director? You know that's going to be a disaster for the kid's ego. I'd rather sing Zuzazu. It's going to be horrible. But, you know, when Ivan told me, we were good friends, so I said, hey, I'm producing a TV show. Send me your son's reel. Maybe I'll give him an episode to do. Son of the Beach. So good of you. Oh, yeah. So uh, I look over the material, and I, I offer the kid a directing job. I figured, you know, hey, he's good, uh, you know. He turned me down. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. What a bunch of crap. He knew he was better than your piece of shit TV show. Knock you off. Know, all the people that worked do on Sound of the uh... went on to do all these great things in Hollywood after that. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's launched some of the greatest directors and producers in the business today. You think that the Reitmans discussed that script? Uh, well, we have B.J. Cummings and um, <laughs> and we have the, the Mayor Maxingale. Really? Yes, it's absolutely. like, Dad, what should I do? This is the next Archie Bunker right here. Yeah, you know was... what that's like? That's like J.D. doing half of a five-minute portion of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. You know? That's either, right. No way. And the balls of Howard to think that Ivan Reitman's son would need his help to J. do D. a friggin' show. He's not doing He's doing it as a wig pro quo. He thinks it's going to benefit him down the road. If he throws Reitman's son a bone, it means Ivan's going to use him again. Which he yeah. shouldn't have in the first but that, that, but that, that, But that and Ivan Reitman's son would need him anyway. Yeah. Is the joke to me. Let's finish yeah, off the clip, though, because this is pretty please. funny. Let me just, let me just, uh, not this bow. So hang on a second. It, it's a, it's a coming. But your son's trying to break, you know. I said, I was so, I was like, Ivan, trying to give this kid some nepotism. <laughs> trying to do a payback here for you. <laughs> he goes, that's my son, you know, he doesn't want to direct that. Sure enough, his son turned out to be a brilliant director, and of course he turned me down. He wanted to direct. Yeah, son he's of the been Beach. nominated several times. <laughs> he want to be. He didn't want to be part of Son of the Beach. How <laughs> dare he? <laughs> if it's if it's such a joke, why do it? A bay. <laughs> bay watch. It's a goof. Off. It's a goof. It's a goof. Give the, give the money back then. If it's a goof, give it, give the money back. Yeah, well, it's a goof. <laughs> he, he he had nothing to do with that show. Like nothing at all. It wasn't. Well, his. didn't he bang the black girl? Yeah. Well, he no, he tried to he he tried to seduce. He did a Weinstein. He, did, he literally did a casting couch Weinstein. Yeah, you're right. Brought her up you're to, right. It's exactly what Harvey Weinstein's accused same, of over and over same, again. Same uh, move. I'm the I never watched Son of the Beach. Did you guys? No, you missed nothing. It's a Baywatch knockoff. It, you know what it is? You okay. watch Police it was Squad, okay, but it was just, a Naked Gun. It was okay. Yeah. It took that formula of the parody of it's exactly the rhythms of a naked gun or a police squad. I don't know, but I always felt like airplane. it was cheaply produced. Like it wasn't really something. Yeah. Super low budge. Super low budge. Right. Like so Channel 9 material. Like I'm not even necessarily sure that it, it had a budget more than like, you know, a hundred grand an episode. I'm going if to that. say that he got that gig. Because he did exactly what he did with private parts. I think he went to Fox and said, I'm going to promote the shit of this on my show for two of years. Course, straight, of course, of course. That was and the And that's lore. the reason he got – Tom Chiasano called him out. Chiasano came in there once and said, no, FX, you're going to pay us advertising. You're not talking about it anymore. And they lowered the boom on it. It's a really good fight. Yeah, I got to upload that clip. I don't think you've ever heard that one. Hey, I get this. Know. We're going to do a show where it's a lesbian mayor eating clams. Do you get it? Yeah, and they would do all these dumb oh sexual god. puns. This is like comedy gold. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You get oh it? Oh my god, like Monty Python, eat your heart out. <laughs> Such shit. 
Norm said in an interview, says David, hold on a second, let me see if I can clip this up. Norm said in an interview, Howard is funny, but he's had bad taste in Summer Beach as proof. He's yeah, take bad true. taste in everything. Everything. Comedy, music, everything. He's the, the, don't listen to him. When he likes the show, it's the worst. When he likes a movie, it's the worst. When he likes music, it's done because he thinks it makes him look cool. Nothing he does. He's the worst taste in everything, anything artistic. <laughs> and, and you got you got to think that the the ratings expectation for that show had to be super low, and they still they still got the shit. They exceeded of. expectations then. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I don't. What I don't you, know. John, what channel was that on in New York? FX. FX forty. Oh, okay. In my cable in New York cable, I think I was in Brooklyn at the time. I think it was channel 40 on Time Warner. <laughs> it's one of those, yeah, like channel like 82 or something like that. And it yeah, wasn't no. on. It, it Like not a lot of places got it. FX had not been uh, ubiquitous for the Jesus Twins. So it was like it, it, it they rolled it out. Like not, you, I don't think it even aired in most of the, some of the country. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know I, anything about it. I don't think I ever watched a single episode. There was one episode where they literally ran out of script and like the last 10 minutes was just Jackie telling jokes like uh, literally really <laughs> yeah like joke hunt style so i was thinking johnny since you sent me some ivan reitman uh clip of some sort um all right thank i figured you for since smoking, we're still on the reitman me. thing maybe we should tie that in well i yeah well that'd be, that'd be great i just want to say one thing I'm, i i feel so uh good for billy west <laughs> Because he leaves the Stern show and goes on to co-star, I might say, in Space Jam as Bugs Money, and it destroys anything Howard does movie-wise. Oh, Money-wise, rating-wise, you know, performance-wise. Was that an Ivan Reitman? Yes. Yeah, okay. yes, was, he was the head producer. That was literally, get this, that was literally the the movie Ivan did right before Private Parts. Yeah, Billy West is Space a bigger Jam, movie star than Howard 1997, is. Private Parts. And when did Billy West leave? Uh, ninety five, late ninety five. Yes, he went right Billy to that. Is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is this clip? Ivan Reitman defends uh, something. Okay, so this, I think people will like this one. This is so Ivan comes in. This is two months after Private Parts comes out. Ivan comes in to promote a movie with Robin Williams and Billy Crystal called Father's Day, and Howard is in full blown attack mode on both of them and he has to defend so williams and crystal both refuse to come in with reitman and they're talking about that and then they play the clip of stuttering john getting crystal at the uh, with you know the it's old not thing. fun it's not funny it's not fun that we proved in our robin williams special i told you that he never really says that he just says it's not fun twice right we've turned that into it's not, not fun. fun it's not fun he doesn't say it's not funny listen you'll hear it here okay i'm pulling it up right now this is going to be really loud, so I'm going to... Of course, it. Robin Williams and Billy Crystal won't come in here because both of those guys think I hate yeah, them. Yeah, did and... you talk to them about coming in? <laughs> I didn't ask them about coming in. <laughs> you <laughs> were like afraid the of... Right. So you had told me they thought you were extraordinarily talented and very funny. Oh, did they really? Yes. Oh, good. But why didn't you say, you know, hey, guess what? I'm going over to see Howard today. Well, why don't you guys well, come in? Well, I'll see him later. Oh, will you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he'll bring it up. Oh, yeah. Well, Robin Williams is uh, not only mad at me, but scared of me. Why? Well, that's what I've heard. He doesn't want to come on the show, and also he's mad at me because I talked about his wife as a nanny. Well, I know that, but scared? Yeah, that's what I heard. Scared of what? I don't know. They're and scared. And Billy Crystal's just angry. Billy Crystal's really just <laughs> mad at me. He's more angry at John, I think. Yeah, Stuttering John. Right. But why did you get angry at Did you hear the Stuttering John tape, though? Did you ever hear it? Seriously, did you ever hear what Stuttering John said to him? No. I he want you to me. hear it. He told me. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I want you to hear it. Yeah, I love that he's playing. Tell me if he's not being overly sensitive. Yeah. No, wait a second. I want you to be the. Uh, I want you to be the mediator. 
here in this one. Arbitrator. Just listen to it, and you tell me if Billy Crystal isn't being. But the point is, why would he be angry at stuttering John? Now it's why are you putting me in this position? John. Because well, what else have we got to do? Uh, oh, you know I'm what sure I mean? It's compelling, Ivan. People right. listen. No, listen. Yeah, Ivan, it's interesting. So, um, it's not the Columbus of sex. You know what? No, hold on. Let's just hear the southern John. So I understand that the movie is uh, screening very well. Extremely well. Extremely well. Extremely well. You probably got another big hit on your hands. I sure hope so. Father's Day. Father's Day. Yes, That's with Louis yes. Dreyfus, Robin Williams, Billy Crystal. How can you go wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. America loves those people. You know what Space I mean? Jones, They're not controversial. Double private parts. They're easy to deal with. Yeah. You said, do you have it? And All I right. Said, I have Ivan, you listen to this you go. and tell me what you think. Stuttering John with Billy Crystal. Hi, Billy. Special question, please. How are you? John, How are you? Paul, how's it going? From where? From XRK. Um, are you glad that you're the only guy who can handle the Oscars? I am not the only guy who can handle the Oscars. Well, David didn't do as good job as you, but... David did great. I love what David did on the show. He was terrific. Okay, uh, will there be a Mr. Saturday Night, too? <laughs> yes, there will. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay, um, how many years were you married before you cheated on your wife? So you can take this to Howard, right? <laughs> and you can shove this right up Howard's stupid... Yes, okay. Well, you don't like Howard anymore, Bill? No, because Howard dumps on me all the time, and, you know, it's not fun when you have a thing like this, okay? And now you'll do this on a show, and you'll all laugh and have a good time, but it's not fun, you know? Well, well Billy, well, we're all big fans of yours. Yeah, right. No, so I, really, I'm a big fan of yours. Good. Then you don't come in and sell still. Sorry, the clip goes right. on too long. Well, no, 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 after this... Yeah. So leave it. Ivan tells what happened there. What we never heard is that Billy's family was there. Yeah. So we heard all this ex-wife stuff, and uh, they're lurking in the background. I never knew that until I listened to this just now, uh, that he had okay. his family with him lurking kind of in the background. All right. Well, I had to break it up a little bit because it was all right, too all right. long. That's okay. We all, all right. we've so heard it. Like... <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> now you know why he doesn't well, come and book movies. Oh, man. And what I do you asked, think of that? That wasn't really, really that bad, though. Well, I asked him about that. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what happened, he said he was so nervous. You know, he's going to the premiere of his of his film. You worked right. on it for a year. Right. And some goofball comes around <laughs> and starts, you know, asking. You know, he's got a fabulous relationship he's been in for about 30 years. He's right. actually right there with his family. Right. And his kids. <laughs> and this guy comes well, it's around very obvious that John is a goofball. Yeah, you know? he's going to lighten up. No, what happens is yeah, you don't, bullshit. and here's a guy who's extraordinarily funny. He's probably one of the fastest guys on his feet. Hey, very fast. In terms of doing something funny, but he's nervous. He's not, this is like out of left field. You're not expecting anything like that at all. And then, wham, a guy hits you on the head, and you, you just act. You're absolutely right. John, you're fired. <laughs> oh, t you know, Tiger Lily, absolutely. Billy Crystal is totally an asshole. But so is Howard. And if you did that to him, he's got a gag order about his ex-wife now. How, exactly. how, who's more sensitive about their ex-wife? Very yeah. true. Yeah. But he's, you know, but that's on him talking about her. Nobody else really wants to talk about your wife. See, he forgets that nobody gives a shit about Allison and, you know, his. Only because his... he's so sensitive about it. We'd probably <laughs> drop it if he didn't have a gateway because we know it's so forbidden well, fruit. And telling bring... people not to talk about that is like telling people don't press that red button. Whatever you yeah, do, yeah. I'm going to leave right now, but do not button. press that red button. You know? And you know half of everybody just came like, mm. He's got gag orders on grandchildren. There's nothing he doesn't have exactly. a gag order on. He's more well, sensitive just, than it's just, like, can't talk about it. That's hit all. the nail on the head. Is that he is brittle and he busted balls for so many years, but it turned out that he's like the biggest 
like pussy when it comes to like taking it. Well, and the worst part about it is like when you, especially when you listen to clips like that, for argument's sake, you know, he thinks of himself as like a master interviewer now, but he, he had the opportunity with so many different, really, really good guests to actually really talk to them about things that maybe we'd be interested in. And he never took it there. Like he never, he never gave them a chance to actually talk about things. I love that he interviewed uh, Robert Plant, the guy who's literally has turned down hundreds of millions of dollars to tour and he the, one of the first things he asked him he's like oh what about the money like, exactly. if you knew anything about robert plant you know you, you he literally is leaving like a billion dollars on the table because he wants to do his own thing right and you're gonna ask him about money well, well the theory is he's getting some of these guesses because he won't go there anymore so he's agreeing to this thing where he's getting a probably publicist questions back and he's agreeing now, to oh yes now, that's what i'm saying yes. now i'm saying now yeah yeah. But back in the day when he had somebody on for an hour or so, you know, he would talk about himself for half of it. Then he would talk yeah, about, yeah. Like, you know, some stupid <laughs> shit, mostly like Saturday Night Live or or something that he wanted to talk about. He would never let them give an answer. He would never listen to the answer. And he didn't care. That's so funny. Talking. And he, I'm really, sure he, he really would. He would talk about I mean, himself for 40 since minutes. Since we're at yeah. private parts, remember that like, he did the weekend update on SNL during that whole little... Yes. Tour de force. Yeah, that was and Norm. Right. He right, self-admittedly, right. there was a gigantic pussy. Him and him and uh, fucking uh, Ralph just hid in the in the dressing room until it was time for him to go out because he had been shit talking the SNL uh, cast yes, for like for constantly. years. And like rather than just go up there and like Norm McDonald style and not give a shit, he he hid like a complete pussy. Wow. They're showing on the the box office stats. Private Parts is ranked 53rd in 1997. (laughs) And Brasco was 52, which actually made money internet. Yeah, same day. That's amazing, actually. Same day. All right, so I'm going to move on a little bit, and I'm going to talk a little bit about his mother and how, you know, Howard's trying to, you know, GTD his mom and uh, (laughs) make sure that she gets what she needs so let's listen to the first clip about you know him still being upset of course because his mom is and none of us know what's going on with his mom i guess we could like surmise and i don't believe what he says and yeah i mean i believe that this is happening but i think that he has such guilt associated with not being there that he has to talk about i don't believe a word whose mom is in good shape at 90 what are we supposed to do name nobody Anyway, now let's get to Super Bowl, even though I'm bummed out. My mom's still not feeling good. I can't get I was. I had to work. Ronnie called me over the weekend, but I couldn't even return his call. I'm so I'm on the phone with doctors 24 7. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. My mom is miserable in pain and uh, they're working on her. I was on the phone with Dr. Agus and about five other doctors. I've been asking him for some help. He came up with some great ideas, but so far my mom's, you know, still miserable. Did you call your weatherman? I'm just curious if if you were able to call everybody. Isn't he like a doctorate in meteorology? I'm sure he would know. He called Dr. Ross, George Clooney on ER. I'm going to just continue with two more clips there. Both of them are less than like 30 seconds, just so that you can hear the, the rest of the mom thing. I mean, I feel like the biggest asshole, but I have to, I got on the phone on a Sunday on these guys that I, I, I was uh, bothering Dr. Agus. I was bothering another doctor. I don't know if you want those name on the air. So, you know, they, and I had him on the phone and you could just, when they hear me, they're like, oh, hello. <laughs> no, boy, here he is. Going to save his mother. 
They should do what you do to Ronnie and not pick your phone, not pick the phone up. Just let it go to voicemail. <laughs> exactly. I wish exactly. everybody would treat him like he treats everybody else. That's exactly that right. Him. All right, last one on the mom. Listen, now listen to Robin. Okay, so now his mom's in pain. They don't know what to do for her. Um, last week they were trying to intimate that it was like it all in her head, you know, that she's not really in pain. She's probably 95. This is just, <laughs> she's 94 years Ava. old. Hey, like, hey. But yeah, it's all in your hey. head. But listen, listen to Robin because she knows so fucking much about, like, you know, how to live your life oh, like, here we go. in a great and healthy way. Just listen. Is she up and around? You know, that's a good question because, uh, yeah, with the physical therapist, she gets, you know, she's got the walker and she's walking around, but she needs to do more walking. And I told her that last night. And she goes, ah. And I go, okay, don't, don't do what People I do. People don't realize that it's, yeah, if you, you start gotta move. really pushing yourself, the pain goes down. <laughs> she's 94. She was born in 1928. What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Abe took like us goes, literally Dr. phones can were cure barely death. a thing in 1928. <laughs> like, I don't think, was a Model T invented? I know. <laughs> she what year was like, it? Well, I mean, I'm just guessing, like, if she's uh, Yeah, you're right, 1928. Yeah, I'm just add, adding six. It's like the magic number. Um, I mean, think about it. Like, they were still using telegrams. And he's yes. thinking it shit's in her head? What the hell is wrong with I it? Know. Okay, 1928 events. Here we go. Oh, no. Electricity invented. Flash. Exactly. Hey, you. Significant. Stop giving me the business. Oh, okay. da da David's so right. I, I, I was thinking this the whole time. David writes, listen to Howard and Robin giggle like they're talking about bagels or something. Yeah, I know. Totally. This so, this, that's a sociopath. That's what it, that we're supposed to feel sorry for him with this Lazy rap. radio. Saw it. Yeah, this rap. Okay, you ready for what happened in 1928? Yep. Tell me. Cartoon star born. Mickey Mouse appears in Steamboat Willie. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. The go. world's first trans-Pacific flight. Alexander oh. Fleming discovers penicillin. Dang. Charles Lindbergh receives the Congressional Medal of Honor. Racist. Uh, Nazi. Um, let's see. The Boulder Dam Project Act is passed. <laughs> She's, she is older than the Boulder Dam? Dang. That's being older than dirt right there. Yeah, Italian dirigible Italia is lost while trying to reach the North Pole. Zeppelin? Yes. Dirigible. Dirigible. Those are the things. Um, oh, the humanity. The humanity. <laughs> Paul Pedro Flores, a Filipino immigrant to the United States. Wow, who knew this? Opened the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company in Santa Barbara, Wait, California. Wait, order the Yo-Yos? Yeah. On April 26th. Did you know a Filipino immigrant invented the yo-yo? It's all in her head, Robin. <laughs> Holy shit. Pedro Flores. Wow, that's amazing. Who knew? It'd be okay. like Flash. Electricity invented. Well, there you go. That's what happened in 1928. Wow. Um, okay, so she, that's what's going on with her, his mom. She um, babysat Babe Ruth. <laughs> exactly. Why you? I uh, think about it. Like, like the, the the Stooges were still doing like vaudeville, or not, yes, exactly. Not even that they're still like in elementary getting ready to go to vaudeville. Why you? <laughs> yeah. It's a nineteen twenty-eight. Um. Okay. Swear? So no, but I know the whites. I have one, two, three, 
for Azores is right. Azores is right. So Sister Ellen is with them probably every single day. But it's all in her day, head, John. Did it's you ever think she, what she's going through? She probably still has to work 40 hours a week. Exactly. At the Belmore Library, too, Azores. You forget about that. She's doing all this from the Belmore Library. She's still there from Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> she's old enough to have have sex with Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Think um, about that. But it's all in her head, Robin. You're right. It's all in her head. It's all in her head. <laughs> <laughs> You know what a super Jew she's with. It's our buckle with. Like, literally. She predates, like, Charlie Chaplin. Think about that, okay? Think about who they're talking about right now. Why didn't she get up? Why didn't she move around? What's wrong with her? I think Dr. Sarno is actually Dr. Strange. And his (laughs) mystical powers. It's amazing that they would talk about someone that old and say shit's in her. I know. I know. It's kind of crazy. Okay. So I have... Mr. Whiskers was born in 1928. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I, have, um, I have two stupid yeah, Super Bowl halftime uh, clips before I get to JD. And I really want to talk about JD because I hate him so, so very much that it's Can't just... Can't imagine why. There's, it's, it's just so delicious how he thinks he's like, like super important and he thinks that he's like kind of a big deal i cannot wait for howard to retire and, and I, this mush mouth loser you know gets absolutely nothing for work and i hate every hollywood z-list c-lister that capitulates to this absolutely you know, whether you're ryan felipe or jerry o'connell, jerry o'connell exactly or, the exactly. only positive that's going to happen when that happens is that surely will have someone to look down on yeah. <laughs> exactly. At least I'll have another guest for a show. So that'll be that. Um, okay, so here's how we're talking about the halftime show, just a little bit. I, again, these are like super quick cuts just to hear what he had to say about the Super Bowl halftime show. Lose yourself all day. I, I just like the whole vibe of it. I was really surprised because I was kind of unexcited about the halftime show. Listen but to Robin. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Snoop always amazes me anyway because he's talking, but he's talking so rhythmically. Yes, it's called rap, you rap? fucking moron. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Leave it to the homosexual to jump right to the halftime show. It's, uh, Skip everything else. Uh, he says Super Bowl, not the did, Super did Bowl. Did Robin too. mention that the, they were viewing the talkies? <laughs> <laughs> he talks so rhythmically. Uh, what the hell? Seriously? Seriously? <laughs> she really said that Holy it's like crap. that's rap okay how about, this how one... about the staff of 70 oh right? my god couldn't supply Kidding. robin with intel on the reitmans half she doesn't the staff know the movies 70. he did she doesn't half know of them are living in like arkansas or like how Alabama. hard could it be though to give them talking points about the reitmans she doesn't know the movies she, she can't pronounce idiot. anything she is an idiot highest paid idiot. newswoman i mean are you, you ready for more idiot oh idiocracy? my god i don't know if i can have, is, it she, is it this where she talks about how eminem and dr drake got to use the same drinking fountain um did anybody see the commercial during the super bowl which was um just the qr codes like bouncing up and down on that was annoying okay so obviously i had to go up to the tv and you know do the qr course you did of course i did so it was for like coinbase or something like that but now robin for some reason thinks now that she's like some sort of bitcoin expert so this is her explaining the commercial to howard because he didn't understand what was going on exactly oh god (laughs) i know 
feel yourself getting stupid. What was folks? that commercial? Yes. Where there was like a square thing on the black screen moving up that's and around. Was that's cryptocurrency. Coinbase. And what you do is you hold your phone. Oh, wait, you have to hear this. I'm sorry. It's going up to that. And it'll send you right to a place where you can join Coinbase, which is an, a Bitcoin or, or you know, blockchain um, okay. market right, exactly. where you can buy crypto. Don't exactly. Yourself, Robert. You no mean idea. I can hold my... Listen. Oh, hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. Just listen. Just listen. Okay. Some, some reason. It's, uh... Exactly, Gary. <laughs> oh, my God. My phone, I could hold my phone up to the TV, but I didn't even know that. No, of course you didn't. Oh, come on. How was Gina Bo Yes. Well, you'd have to understand what those little things that were bouncing around are. That's the PR code. And you can get it into your phone and go so straight. What, you know, Robin? they'll send you to. But they took down their own site. <laughs> that's a PR code. That's what she said, right? She said PR. A PR code. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. It's a QR code, Robin. You, you try so hard to be so it knowledgeable about everything. Did it take her to Facegram? <laughs> my face, like my dad my used face? to say. Yeah. <laughs> You on that my face thing? Yes, yeah, yes, Dad, I am. I hear it take. I hear it took you to that Geo Cities, Robin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Then I have another clip about a phony P phone call from today. I mean, uh, if Dennis was wonderful. here, he would say it's a phony call, but They're I'm pretty fake. sure that she um, called in just so she can get on air with her stupid, ridiculous bet that she made with her husband. Um, uh, and then we'll get to Jamie. Oh, but by the way, these yeah. are on, they just ripped off uh, what Reddit does. These people post these on Reddit all the time. So basically one of the 70 people was on Reddit and go, oh, why don't we do a phone, phony phone call with, with this shenanigans? Really? 100% it's a rip off of Reddit. Yeah, I I know. There's like one I I read all the time. It's, um, did I do the wrong thing or something like that? Or was I in the wrong yeah. Or something is, like that. And it's some on, really fucked up Reddit, scenario. I'm sure this will have to be removed from later, but it's people will post, if I get a thousand upvotes, my wife will give me anal. You know, <laughs> like stuff like that. So this is literally just a rip off of that sort of shit. Either that or they contact them and say, hey, would you want to come on the Howard Stern Show and tell us about this story? Oh, wonderful. All right, here we go. The stupid and the selfish. Uh, Those things seem mm. to go together. Nikki, you're on the air in California. Hi, good morning. How are you doing? All right. Um, so I just wanted to share because I was inspired by Richard and JD's bet, and uh, my. No, you weren't. Oh God. Sorry, I don't know why. You know, my it's my okay. neighbors are probably doing uh, construction. I bet my husband that um, the Bengals would win, and if they didn't. And, um, oh, come on, you guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, he could pee on me day. and vice versa. <laughs> and I lost. Oh, <laughs> let me understand the bet. So you, you, yes. the bet was your, your husband took L.A. Yes. <laughs> right. And um it was a straight bet. In other words, win or lose. Not points straight or anything. Bet. No right. points or any knows. of that. I think he was so, more excited about Sorry, guys. I don't know why it's doing 
Uh, <sighs> suffice it to say, this, this is the phone call. I don't it's know. It's too, but yes, that's correct. And your husband wanted to your husband wanted to urinate on you <laughs> if you if you lost the bet. And what were you going to do to him if you had won? Exactly, same thing. I would. Yeah, I'll pee on him. Okay, I, sorry, oh, that was a horrible so clip. Lame. How is she? How is she pitching this to the screener? Imagine that. How does <laughs> that conversation This is literally go? the seventy people. Coming no, I know. Up. That's why you know it's a, one of the yeah. the one female staff member they have in the back. Hundred percent rip off of Reddit. Oh, I agree with you, Xavier. I think that's a, a brilliant thought. I bet you they... And you know, so many times when like a girl comes in or calls in that's supposed to be like super hot, they already have like Instagram pictures of her or... Absolutely. Like know exactly who she is and, and things like that. So yeah, they're totally set up. I agree. Um, all right. That's my stupid Super Bowl halftime stuff. Well, um, that was I, very edgy, boss. <laughs> so let's see. Do we want to talk about um, JD's fans stalk him? Is uh, JD nasty to his fans? Fantasy. JD bitching about the Counting Crows at the tailgate party. Um, I heard that JD whatever. goes into Just a dark whatever. place. Whatever we, you want. We will dissect we care? it. No, it's all the same shit. Yeah. yeah. It's all JD. It's all JD all the time. WJD. And, and, and then all these flags started flying at the end. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Um, so, and, and, you know, whatever. It was very dark. He goes to a dark place, man. I'm telling you, it's really depressing and you don't even want to touch him or look at him or talk to him. It's, I would compare it to like bad tripping on mushrooms. The emotions get so. You're not really missing anything. I promise you. Low with him that it, it's, it's scary a little bit to me. Did you? So that's what Tanko has to live with. Scary friggin' angry JD. I wonder How often if do you I... think she puts a strap on for him? Ugh. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to remove the... I'm going to stop sharing that screen. And then I'm going to unsh- close mine. that site. And then I'm going to reopen it. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, that's the ticket. I got this. I got this, you guys. I swear, I promise. <laughs> hmm You know, I won't mention any names, but somebody could... You know, go into this folder and help me out sometimes. Saying. Okay, here we go. All right, so let's go to JD goes to a dark place. JD's fans stalk him. So he went out there with this blip dude, and apparently everybody in LA loves JD, and they come after him. Oh, I fucked that up. Like Leo DiCaprio is in the stadium, and but everybody let's let's focus on JD. The problem is where giving. Are you both talking? Because can you hear my can you hear my my clip? No, I haven't heard a clip in no, not in the last mm, two minutes. Oh, okay. Maybe because I did not get it to the stream because I suck that way. Screen grab. Screen grab. (laughs) Tiger, tiger, tiger. It's very possible. What? No, never mind. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I didn't know. I thought you were go. dicking around with. Go for it. She just, all she, she just says, Howard's entire thing, Howard now half whines when he's just talking. There is no talking. It's just like the impression of, right, his entire thing is just, he's constantly in the in the midst of a half whine. He doesn't have an actual, like, tone. So he just doesn't yeah. regular talk anymore. Yeah, I think that's right. Let me listen for it now. But the fans right. love him. JD's fans 
they like stalk him out and they're they're like beyond excited to meet this guy jd's a, a little nervous at first you know he kind of he's like doesn't want to stop and chat he's like high and by with his fans but then when he gets warmed up he becomes more gracious so when fans uh, what you're saying out in la gracious. people did recognize <laughs> jd from time to time non-stop non <laughs> non-stop okay. from coming, what i promise it's coming hang on Stop People that. thanked him for his lap in the morning. It like helps me Ugh. so much every day. People are are really grateful. I think JD um, has such a, an incredible impact on the. Li <laughs> such horseshit. This, Does impact. anybody believe a word of that? No. If you're fangasming over JD, no. kill yourself. Kill yourself, <laughs> or anybody from it's the like, show for that matter. LA is pretty cynical when Listener. it comes to celebrities. He There's zero chance that any of this happened. Where would you recognize him from? What vehicle? Dude, where, where? Where? Maybe in a few There's years no he'll be TV. my Uber driver. <laughs> Thank no, where, you. Where would you Thank recognize him from? There hasn't been Howard TV in eight years. Where are you recognizing him from? Their videos get 50,000 views at, at best. Where are you recognizing him from? Dude, it's what? such horse shit. And, and JD's trying to be like, no, 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 Bro, no. If, if someone like told you who he was like this guy is on the howard stern show people would go howard's still on the air exactly yeah. nobody would care nobody, nobody would care in an no, event like the super bowl this awful show is what exactly you're i mean unless where they're hanging out is where those people that still listen to the show are do you know what I mean? no 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 are you saying that they oh, planted say them like they went there to no, I'm saying that I'm I'm saying that they probably hung out in like West Hollywood or Dude, you, seriously? Are yeah. you being serious right now? There's I'm zero just, chance. I, I, zero. I'm, I'm just pulling it out of my ass. I'm sorry. You are I pulling it out of your ass. There's no way that he would get a a table in, in anywhere in, no. in West and Hollywood. And then that Blitmore lock is laying it on thick with his <laughs> Totally. Like, oh my god. He's like, like everybody's new best friend. So he here's J D um he's asking if he's nasty to fans. Is J.D. gracious about his gracious. fame, or this would you say that he's kind of nasty to his fans? If they want <laughs> well, a selfie, will J.D. take a selfie yeah, with them, ahead. or does he blow them I, off? I needed. He, if I wasn't there, he would have blown them off. I needed no, to. Stop it's that. true. No, no. But it's more that. Hang on, hang on. Just okay. bear with me. These, okay. I think no, shy, or he doesn't quick. trust these people at first. He's very <laughs> timid, like a cat that's or a dog that's been abused. When he Okay, go ahead. So, if any of this was real, why didn't they just use a phone and videotape? Well, apparently like this is all minutes. recorded. Apparently this is so all there's, recorded. So, there's video of this? There's, uh, there's, there's video of this. recordings of this. There's video of this. No. If there is, I don't trust they don't have plants coming nah. up to, to, to lay it on. Okay, um, no. no. Apparently, when they were out to, to dinner with Ryan Philippe, um, more people noticed JD than Oh, Ryan. God. Well, that I believe, because what, what the hell last thing he, Philip, did? <laughs> I don't even Seriously. know. But you got to believe when there's like a quasi-handsome guy next to this, you know, quasi. piece of marshmallow with glasses dude, on. Dude, this is West Hollywood. Every, every, every like, dude over 20 has Botox and yep. is like a gym bunny. And you're mean to tell me that all of a sudden, like, people this just fleshy can't... manatee comes there with, like, <laughs> his exactly. gross, greasy hair and his moobs. He's the person, but apparently it was mostly waiters that liked him. Um, and they Bullshit. went into an entire thing about like what he ate okay. out there so far, that, and 
in a you weird know, way, that would make sense because every waiter there is trying to become a producer. So if they see someone who might be able to help them, I can see they could kiss his ass. I can see that as plausible. Other than that, no. Literally, <sighs> the only way he would gain the attention would say, hey, look, it's one of Woody Allenson's kids. <laughs> exactly. But even that. Other than that, there's zero chance. No. No. Well, how about this thing that the staff does now is they try to, in order to get attention and get on the air, they have to attach themselves to either JD or Ronnie in some capacity Dude, and either tape them or become obsessed with them or report on them. If it's Wolfie does this and Shuli used to do this with the whack Packers who we thought Howard would be obsessed with. And it's just, I just hate them all. That's Dude, the job is to, to yeah. attach yourself to J. Can you believe we're at this point in 2020 that this guy is what you're – this is basically Artie's replacement? We're to think basically yeah. J.D. and Ronnie are Artie's replacement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, seriously, like I lived in Beverly Hills for a minute, and my next-door neighbor was Matt Sorum, the drummer from Guns N' Roses. And you can see him taking out the trash every – whatever it was, Wednesday or whatever it was. Nobody gives a shit. So yeah. you mean to tell me that the – that JD would get like all this, like, oh my God, like people get starstruck with that crap. But the drummer for Guns N' Roses, nobody gave a shit about. Bon Jovi is about to one up you, actually. He lives next door to the uh, Silver Chair drummer. Oh. Does he get a discount when he delivers pizzas to his house? He takes his trash out for him. He just made a video about it. Exactly. Wait, 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 man! You didn't, you didn't, you didn't do the recycling and the These bottles need to go in the blue container. He made a recycling song on the computer. This is my last clip, so I'm gonna play it because it's it's more JD hate. So allow me to allow me to hate on it for a second the problem okay? i have monique is we're giving him attention i think we should i know but i love giving him attention because i hate him, him so much i i i despise the very core of his being and the fact that he thinks that he is actually somebody special thank you shane giving back after receiving you lucky boy I, 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 money back. I think tanko hates him i want i want her to tell us what qualities does he have i don't think anybody on this show has any qualities i want to know what qualities she thinks he has in any capacity <laughs> shush arm i love hating jdc okay steve you got it <laughs> I'm a, i kiss we kiss ass and we're fans <laughs> I'm a people okay. pleaser. Um, okay, my last one. So this is JD um, bitching about the ca- Counting Crows being at the tailgate that he went to, which was like the special party. Also, by the way, JD's seats were all the way up in the 500s, like in the nosebleed seats. So he was a little upset about that. And also, yeah. um, after Baba Bowie had told him, oh my God, it's going to be so much fun. There's like this party where all the um all the coaches go to and there's like tons of stars there and then there's this other party called fan something or another that they also couldn't get into so as much as they bullshit about like how important jd is they couldn't get into any parties but the one they did go to he bitched about so but meanwhile it should be the four thousand dollar a minute host that should be going out there and doing super bowl role and doing all these shows Never for happened. the company and the effing studio they built out there that he bogus why well, that's what should be happening I mean, well, it's amazing. There's other he shows have to... out there. How is that really? It's Radio out there. Row. I know, but this, everybody goes out. There. Anyone who's anyone goes. If you really wanted to do a good show, you'd go out there and you'd have a week of shows there with all the people that are out there. That's Didn't what they really do that should once be happening. With Hein and uh... well, that was because of the new studio open. It was. It was a special event thing. Don't get fooled to think that they're 
doing something ambitious. Now, but didn't they, they do Radio Row uh, at one oh, of the Oh, that was the, the that was Geek Time. That was Hein and Gary the Rapper. Oh, at Comic Con. Yeah, that was where they were. Don't yeah. Don't yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. All right, last clip. Here we go. Hang on. Can you imagine that's some party? Yeah, I love those guys. Shocked a a tailgate party. JD, it says here you were not cover band. It says here you were not impressed with the Black Crows. I love those guys. Well, that's first of all, that's a (laughs) a bit of a misnomer. I'm just not like a Black Crows guy. Hang on, hang on. To JD said JD was like these guys should be happy they're getting paid. No, and I did money. not say. Like, I, I said they're like, probably. No, you asked me. Yeah. See, this is how things go with this fucking <laughs> asshole. He asked me. He goes. Howard is a hard on for Chris Robinson. He's he's, he's obsessed with him. Oh my god, you know, totally. Fake hair. He's you both, think both anorexic, they're not a part assholes. of uh, the halftime show? And I yeah. go. Oh, hang on. Let me just finish this clip. I swear to God, it's only like thirty more seconds. No, they know, should be happy they're stop making it. No, money. I said no. They're how, probably, you were like, how the hell are these guys up. making money? <laughs> All right. He's such an asshole. So apparently he was rude to fans. He didn't want to take any pictures or selfies with anyone. He didn't want to talk to anyone. He um, had two beers, and a beer at the Super Bowl was $20 wow. for a beer. Oh. And so he only drank but he's one. he's a producer. Inside the beer, inside the uh, the Super Bowl, um, he said that new stadium is absolutely gorgeous, and that's all he got. So that's you, all I wanted to talk about. I, I did have one just, little quick clip about quick quick. One last clip. thing, I, yeah, I, I want to answer. Uh, David writes something with his. Uh, he's always got the most meticulous questions. He's, he's. I don't know what your IQ is, David, but it's double mine. He writes. I can't place JD as a type. I've never met anyone like him in my life who is disgusting comic book guy exterior with a huge angry perv ego. Yeah, David, he's like the guy at Blockbuster Video that can't make eye contact with you. You try to engage him and be nice to him and he won't. You know, he gives you nothing back. He's arrogant for no reason whatsoever. Right. He has a, just a shade of Asperger's that make him an asshole. And you try to dismiss it as, oh, he's eccentric and shy. No, he's just an asshole. I mean, he's well, just, he just an asshole. To be fair... Even if delusional, he even if he didn't hook up with the Howard Stern show, JD would have been on TV. But his line would have been, "Yeah, I brought the beer and condoms. Yeah, oh, exactly. you, wanna, you mind sitting over here? Um, exactly. He would have been on to catch a predator, homie." Um, think about think about this though the the irony of someone who has no communication skills or charisma in any way, shape, and form goes into radio. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even Wait, speak. The... the last thing you should be doing is going into radio. And it's turned into a goof now where you go but on the air. Wasn't it supposed to be than... like a, a temporary stopgap? Yes, to, to a filmmaking career. He's right, supposed because to be Jason of his scary two years scary associate's skills. degree at Full Sail. He's yeah. supposed to be Jason Reitman. <laughs> I know a couple of guys that went to Full Sail. Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Everybody goofed on him because he like, tried to brag about like, what? That's like going to Gary's school at Delphi. Everybody yeah, goes yeah. on that as well. It's just you're better like, off saying you're from the school of hard It's thirteenth and fourteenth grade, and then you get an associate's degree. Um, okay, so I have some clips here from Johnny, and I don't know what they are, and I'd like to get to them before we close out the show. Uh, geez, you had you did a really good job of covering today. Um, can you just read the title? I don't have yep. my thing in front. Close of me. to you, but I have two close that's, to that's you. That's a that's a flashback clip. I have two of them, though. One of them is just the song, and the other one is the lead-up to the song and kind of the, the Oh, we're party definitely just doing chat. the song because it's just uh, well, so I horrific. That, mm, 
No, that's an eight minute clip. I can't do that one. But you could jump around. Um, there is no jumping around. You know how I stutter here. Yeah. Sal's hair. Yeah. So that was today. I just I flipped around. Oh, I downloaded the show really quick, <laughs> and I jumped around, and somehow Sal's hair comes he up. He thinks he and looks again, like Halston. <laughs> this is this is a classic example of Wigorous flying <laughs> too close to the sun. So he brings Sal in, who now wants to. Sal has a huge batch of uh, hair plugs and hair system stuff, and he kind of owns it. And they've talked about it, and he wants to slick his hair back like Halston. Well, needs, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody watched that uh, show on Netflix. But you had Ewan McGregor as Halston. And um, I'll pull up a picture before we do this piece so that you can see who he thinks he looks like, which is pretty friggin' funny. So hang on a second. Let me just get an image up for you. Ewan McGregor as Halston. All right. Which, by the way, when you look at it, <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, let me. Let me stop my screen share. Let me go back to it. Let me share screen. Chrome tab. Ian McGregor's Halston. Okay. So if you can look at this, first of all, he looks like Dieter from um, Love My Monkey, <laughs> Touch My Monkey. But yeah, so he's trying, to, <laughs> he's trying to affect this kind of slick back Halston look. And Halston was singularly one of the coolest motherfuckers out there. So the, the fact that he thinks that he has any catch to what um this guy looked like but this is all ewan mcgregor so this isn't actually halston so this is all ewan and um yeah and it was it was a fabulous show i highly recommend it for anybody who didn't watch it so anyway he, that's what he's trying to emulate correct yeah but I, I i chose to get a little of that but i wanted to get the clip where gary comes in and then ask Sal if he's dyeing his hair. And this is classic Wiggerous flying too close. This is the last thing Howard wants attention to because it's like Gary's talking to Howard. Right, 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 right. Okay, so hang on. I'm getting there right now. Uh, add to stream. All right, here we go. Sal's hair. Okay. Question? Uh, here's Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Yes, ask your question. Sure, Gary. I just wanted to, to Sal, are you, are, are you dyeing your hair? I'm not dyeing my hair, but when I when I slick it, it's the grease. When I slick it back with the grease, it, mm. it looks a lot darker. It, it There's does not a shred up. of gray in your hair, it's but like the beard is completely gray. Bullshit! No, he's got gray. He yeah, does have gray. Yeah. yeah, I have gray. Yeah. I have gray in my hair, but it still looks pretty dark on camera. I heard hey, uh, Robin, so, uh, I heard chicks, Howard, chicks, chicks apparently it. love get like out of the there, gray. Get out of there. Get out of there. Robin, like the salt and pepper look. Yeah, they think I'm it's a hot. Distinguished sure. man is a very attractive man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, they love what? it, Sal. They can't I, stop I like looking what I'm at asking. you. She just said my face is boneless, and I'm asking her advice. You know? <laughs> well, I get it. <laughs> I was Somebody, thinking oh. of your face. Hey, give me an update <laughs> on Defile. Yeah, so much for that. Oh, Long show. Sal on uh, the show here's is Gary. So... Go ahead, Gary. Okay. What now? Sal's role on this show now, what exactly is it? It's what nothing. Is he... I mean, we always go back to this. Like, why do they do all day? Just catching what, his check. What are those... I, I a check. Cashing a check. I can't. I... Just, what, what's satisfying? Cashing a check. All right. What else That's you got for us? Doing. Um, something from today that I... Did... What did I send you that's not... Um. I can't. I don't have the email in front of me. I usually do. Jews and Delhi? 
Okay. Yeah. So this is a weird. St- yeah. You'll love this. You almost so didn't want to say it out loud. Us, this, again, this is back. To Jews love de- Jews and deli. Yes, that's Jews it. Love, Jews love delis. So he, Howard tells some bizarre story about uh, Buckwald ran into Ivan Reitman at a deli in Cal in it's California. Sa- yeah, it's probably- so weird. Xavier, what's that one that's Dennis right across the street from where I used to Cantors? stay in Beverly Hills? Canters? Caught my head. Um, you mean Taco you know, by Bell? the Beverly Center? Yeah, I think that's Taco Bell, dude. <laughs> dude, bro. Um, look it up. <laughs> I, I, I can't look it up right this second. And dude, then the first Deli's place I there. ever had. I mean, there's, there's like those uh, where the cops eat their donuts and stuff. No, no, no. It, it's isn't a Jewish that celebrity deli. It's Deli very, can't very popular. Canters? Not, not on Beverly. Uh, it's right next to the Beverly Center, silly. Yeah, but what Beverly Center is a humongous piece of real estate yeah no no i know that several blocks so being in front of it doesn't necessarily mean here i am here i am right on san vicente okay now i'm on la cienega hold on la cienega (laughs) that's where um keeper sutherland got pulled over for drunk driving on that really yes (laughs) i might thank you shane I, i might or might have not have been near there when it happened you may or may not have been present. Look it up, people. I don't make this shit up. Okay. Okay. So here's my hotel. Okay. So there's the Sofitel. That's where I used to stay. And if I go down the block. Is that block, the Scott Bayo uh, crime scene? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, I can't find my favorite and only Jewish deli in. That can't be just one. Dude, there's like a million of them. <laughs> what about. The... Yeah, I'm looking at the chat. I'm waiting for the stage. Dude, Joke, you haven't lived into, you've been to one of those places and had the pastrami. Oh my I'm, God. I'm behind in the chat. I guarantee this is Joe Corson line. so damn good. Why is it just a little bit of no, sauerkraut. Gelson's? No. That could be. No, it's a supermarket, right? That's an L.A. supermarket. Okay, I don't know. Sorry. What about this now? Oh, right. I'm going so that's with where Cantor's. She, that's where he I'm, met Monique, I'm, I'm going with Cantor's. That's the one I hear about all the time that celebrities go to. Uh, yeah, I got to look that up. Beverly Hills. Does anybody in the chat know? Since you I'm not looking at it right now. Hills, Where's Gary Puppet, right? That's his that's his stomping grounds. Oh my god, I got it. I'm so excited. Oh, and I, it's, I knew exactly where it was. See, it's on Beverly Sunset Drive, you guys. Savior, okay. did you ever hear of um, like humongous, dude? Did you ever hear of Nate and Al's? No, I did not. I haven't either. Oh my god, yum, you guys. Why it's, is it yum? Um, Why is it better than another deli? Why is it I don't know than, that it's better than uh, any other deli. It's just that I knew so it because it was near my there. hotel. That's all. That's all I What's, know. Cats is the big the one on the lower the, east side, right? Yes. The, the, First time uh, ever went there, asked for ham and cheese with mayo. Lampshades on. What? Lampshades. No, that's a part of Beverly where, you know, you see our Hebrew brethren walk around with those furry lampshade Hats on? Oh, but those are Hasidim. Those aren't real. Hasidim. Those aren't there you go. Those are Hasidim. It's a whole different. That's delis, though. Those, those people know how to make a sandwich. <laughs> I love the uh, Al D. Sunset Grill Don Henley reference. In it. Let's go down to the Sunset Grill. <laughs> Watch the working girls go by. Watch the basket people walk around and mumble. How random Stare are we? Jesus out fuck. at the Auburn sky. This is what we do. I mean, we talk about Don. By the way, we're going to get a copyright strike because that's Don Henley. He's yeah. all over. I'm going to just do the deli. You just do the entire <laughs> channel. Thanks, man. So basically, oh, wait. Why is this thing? We're, we're going to have to do a Gary Puppet and start this thing all over again. 
I think he already got like declined, right? I mean, was that the no, case? No, he got back in there. Save ours. He's literally burning through every handle that has Gary in it. And <laughs> 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 Six okay. G's, four R's, five Y's. It's not playing G's. for me. I don't know why. Let me restart you, this. You, you gotta love the guy for being so persistent. I'm just thrilled. I've, I, I like that. I nails. like that. Don Henley song. Great chili burgers. That, yeah, there's a dude. There's a German place that does. Uh, I love German food. That does like hot dogs and hamburgers. That's like no other. Oh. So good. Like, a, like know, I used to. Like I used to have to go to Berlin dogs. all the time, and um, there's a a. Not really a deli, but just kind of like a fast food place. Schnitzel? Wolfs. Wolfs. And they would literally do like this crusty roll with like a a piece of like sauerbraten oh, or something sorry. on it with like currywurst, which is what they use, which is kind of like this ketchup mixed with curry that's just so delicious. And my mouth is watering just thinking about it because it's so freaking delicious. So well, Nate, yeah, they want to know in the 8, chat. 8,000 uh, calories. It's so good. <laughs> Gina, Gina Bobina so wants good. to know in the chat, why are Jews so synonymous with delis and deli platters? And is it, do they own them? No, they because the there? foods, they... no, no, no. Because the foods basically are smoked and cured. Brisket, corned like, beef, part pastrami, etc. And that's really what they started out doing because a lot of times when, you know, you needed to have meats be saved for a while, right. you cured them. <laughs> and so that's where it really comes from. I mean, I, I think most good, of these huh? delis she, come from having cured meats. She also wants to know, Bobina, what are Jews like that are Chinese food or delis? In terms Chinese of food. They have, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Because you can get deli food anywhere. You can go to any diner no, and get no. like a good Reuben. In San Diego, there's literally like one place. It's called Dizzy Agents. That's a shame, actually. It's literally <laughs> one place. That does, I like, really that always kind thought you food. had better food down there. I'm actually shocked. Uh, we, have, sure. we have a lot of good burritos. But, <laughs> but as far I'm shocked as that's at your concerned, lack of yeah. food down there. Really, it's yeah. really shocking yeah. to me. I still can't figure Dizzy the pizza Agents. thing out. Freaking on point. What? I can't figure the pizza thing out. I don't know. You have mozzarella. You have crushed potatoes. You can make dough. All it is is yeast and bread flour. Why can't you make pe pizza? I don't understand why they can't figure it out. It's the water. Right. It's, it's just like, like bagels. Why are good bagels in New York and nowhere yeah. else? It's the I've same heard this pizza. thing. I read this thing that Nestle bottled water is the solution to that. Whatever the is components. That that, yeah. I, I get, really? I, I've made it outside of New York. It was great. Ooh, I made I pizza at my cousin's house. Right it was phenomenal using LA Burbank water. It was. Yeah. I don't know what the complaint. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. They're just there's, an app. Well, they're lazy and here. They don't want to do it. Here we have. There's a place in Chula Vista called La Bella's Pizzeria. That's your they, favorite. It's like third generation it, Italianos, and they they know how to make a mean ass pizza. There's another place called Bronx Pizza, which is okay, but it's, it's to me, like I I've been to New York. I've been to Miami where you have the and you walk in and they have the pizza and they get heated up for you and shit. So yeah, by the slice. Here in San Diego, like that's a novelty. Eh, other stuff is like, yeah. Give me some labellas anytime, any day. Oh, sweetheart. But aren't See? you frustrated that there's like two in your whole city? I know, exactly. You know, I only, I only have everybody one knows it and everybody knows the same place. <laughs> and I'm sure it's crowded and packed all the yeah, freaking they time. Yeah, they could charge like three times because it's the best. Exactly. Steph Taylor, the guy from New if you haven't been to labellas, you cannot say that. Why? He said, "Pizza such and such." Yeah, but there's, I only have one mouth, so I only need one place. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, well, I cannot open up your um, thing, and I don't know why, and it keeps... Yeah, um... everybody, like and subscribe. <laughs> exactly. The one clip? Did you talk about the one... The, uh... No, I can't even open up my, my my uh, folder that I have them in. Won't will not open right now. It's all good. So I'm you want me to send it to you again? We, we, no, we I have it have in my tomorrow. mail. It's just that now I'll have to download it elsewhere, and it's going to take some time to get it together to do. Um, oh, you know what I can do? I can, I can actually just airmail it, airdrop it to myself. Yes. And the Valentine's Day clip well, is you, in the same batch. All you gotta do batch. is uh, you gotta strap it onto a reacher and slap it with a slap him with a broom. Boom! Go, boy, go. Where's he going? What are you talking about? I don't know. Send you shit. Like reacher is going to hand works. deliver you the clip. Yeah, like doggy happen. mail. That'll never happen. All right, let me see. Let me get it. I will do this. You guys you, talk though, please. So talk much requesting. We have. Thank you, Ida Greenbacks. With balloons. The twenty Greenbacks. You know what, Melvin? Deli. We'll work That's on that. That sounds like a really funny idea. What are we talking uh, about? Someone after Valentine's they wanted us to do a floating Eric with balloons. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a good we, idea. The animation. Give, give us a minute. We, we can probably make that happen. All the great animators. Thank you, Ida. Oh, thank you, I, Ida. I, I'm not. I'm not on there. I'm so sorry. I'm not paying attention. Mo doesn't love you anymore. We do. <gasps> she, she said, "Put it towards a deli platter." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send Ray Star to deli platter now. with the 19.99. That is so not true. You yeah, lying sacks of shit. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right. We were saying in the chat. What we were saying before we went on, people in the chat, we were saying that Howard basically is the worst characteristics of Michael He's Jackson character of himself. and Trump combined. He's really, yes. if, if those two had a kid, the worst characteristics of Trump and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Everybody believes my kid. stories. <laughs> if they had a kid. What a dick. All right, hold on. Let me save all these again. Now that I've already dumped them. And I'm, I'm obsessed them with Trump's desktop. scalp reduction. What Man, he's in guy Chicago. Thought, he had a scalp reduction. That's, his hair is a product of a scalp reduction. No. But, oh, yeah, yeah. He had a scalp shrunk. That's so the hair scalp doesn't. reduction? Yeah, like he had his head shrunk. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> a narcissist. A vainglorious narcissist. Vainglorious. Oh, touche. That is. That, that was, that was lovely, babe. You learn more on this show than the Stern Show in 20 years. One word, one vainglorious oh, feeds is... your. But I'm nothing compared to your vocab. That is Nothing. wonderful. I pull one out once a week. Well, shit, I'm now into that Wordle thing, and it drives me absolutely, like, insane. Give us a recalcitrant. Recalcitrant's a phenomenal word. It is. It's a cool word, too, to say. All right, so this is complete. All right, let's see where these are. And I will put them onto a page where I can maybe play them. So everybody just hang with the Moniquis for a moment. Hanging with the momos. Just like me, they long to be close to you. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day on the day that we were I born. actually have that one. Yeah, okay, that's, so what, that's what's on. in the clip. Let me insert another one. Let's see. Close to you. I bet you K-Rock paid uh, for the Valentine's Jews Day. Jews and Deli. And then, okay, so if I'm only going to do two, I'm going to do Jews and Deli and <laughs> the long version of uh, Valentine's Day Close to You. Yes. And we could jump around as you see fit. Okay, it's a long clip, around. but there's a lot of cool stuff in there about the party. Jump up. People who went to it. Delzer and Judith Regan. And get down. Okay, crumb tab. Shit. Are we done talking about food? I'm hungry now. I know. 
I know. Have you ever had deep, uh, Chicago deep dish? Yes, I make that all the time. I'm very uh, good at that too. In Chicago, I do. I really Luminales. Oh, it's so good. Is it basically a gigantic car? Have you ever made that, Monique? Chicago I, pizza. I don't Monique. like deep dish pizza at all. Uh, just once. Just do it once. It's its own thing. I've had it. I've been to Chicago several thousand times, and I, I still don't like it. I don't like, like it. The, the lose. Right. I all like right. a good Sicilian, but I don't like deep dish. Me too. I bet you, you know? Greenpoint has great Sicilian pizza. Oh, my God. I have the best. <laughs> I'm telling you, anytime I go back there, we go to this place called Kono's. And that's where we have like Sicilian or we'll have like um, uh, sausage and pepper sandwiches or something like that. But then we'll go across the street to Tony's Pizzeria to have like just a real slice, nothing on it, just plain cheese and sauce because the sauce is just to die for. And you get that shit cooked extra crispy because you should never have a piece of pizza that like flops when you put it into the the paper. And no person worth their weight would ever put it on like a paper plate. All you need is like to double fold your piece of wax paper, <laughs> fold it over, put a napkin, and you're good to go. All right, so I'm going to play this. Hopefully it'll play. Let's see. I would have been. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yes. But, uh, yes. Okay. So, you know, I've told this story on the air before, but now that my man is gone, I do want to say my this. My man, shut up, um, faggot. Ivan called me. All right. Oh, I know what it was. This is this is even crazier. My agent Don Buckwald was walking around L.A. Walking around L.A. He was gonna pick up some kind of deli sandwich. I think it was. It's a famous place in L.A. where people go to eat deli. Deli. It's not a and city. Don walks. He sees Ivan on the street. Oh my god. And Don, being the kind of guy he is, this is why he's a super agent. Let me go over and talk to this Ivan right. Say hello. Don't make me kick your ass, out. And, you know, Ivan knew Don, but, hi, how you doing, blah, 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 blah. How's this, blah, blah, When they get to talking about this movie, Ivan knew something about it. Monique. And uh, I don't know if Don, do I don't know the whole story. Uh, I can't it. stop it. Either Don said to Ivan, hey, you know, what are you, what are you? I will, go ahead. No, I, I didn't realize you can't, I don't want to do it to you. Your Chatty Cathy oh, funeral, sh- because you know the way that happens. Sometimes I, do, I can't play them again. Do, do, do you listen to the show, whole show today. You, did his voice sound especially Long Islandy in New York? The accent. Oh my God! Today? Yes, he actually sounded like somebody off of Seinfeld for some bizarre yeah. reason. Yeah, it sounded highly Brasco. There's anything wrong with it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but you're you're so right, and I think it's because he's in Florida and he's trying to like do his New York thing with all the New York doctors. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, Something weird was going on there. I agree. You think about the movie. Whatever it was, the next thing I knew, Ivan was on the phone with me. And he said, listen, I read your book. I got the whole movie. He goes, this is, the, this is what should happen. He started explaining to me on the phone the movie, the way he kind of saw a big picture of it. I said, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You're right. <laughs> it's simple. That's it. I go, Ivan, oh, God, I wish you were involved. All right. They got on the phone with Reicher, blah, blah, blah. They made Ivan the executive producer. He got up. See? You know, they wet his beak. You understand, Robin? (laughs) Yes, I do. Yeah. Listen, Ivan ain't working for free. But Ivan was excited about it. Now, to get a guy of Ivan uh, Reitman's caliber, this guy's on a mad roll with all his movies. Just to get him to be interested was a miracle. I was like, you know, I'm always curious. I don't think we ever did. We ever find out what the budget was for Private Parts? Yeah, thirty million. Thirty million. Yep. High twenties, low thirties, and we. I've heard that movies don't include their promotional budget as well, so that's without 
you know, and I think they used, I've said it, we've said it a million times. His show was used as the key promotional tool promotional for two tool. years to run an infomercial for five hours a day. Yes, of That's course. That's what got him. Yep. Of course. And I'm just curious whether Howard got more money in the front or tried to do like a back end deal. And I know. It probably like I want to know his salary, Monique. Deal. We yeah. got to find that out. I, I can't I wrote get to it. the I... writer, dude. I'm telling you, I have all you sorts asked of questions. You asked the salary? I, I, well, I said I had a couple of questions for him related to Private Parts and Howard Stern. And anybody out there, if you guys know anything about Private Parts that you have not shared with us, please, by all means, give it to us. because we I really want to know show his salary. It. If anybody has any intel, where that I'm positive budget... he did like one of those back-end deals because, you know, that's, that's when it started to get kind of big and hot was to do it and, in the 90s. And Howard thought it was going to make... $200 yeah. million. Yeah, and then, then there would probably be like some sort of tie-in to, you know, product placement and shit like that. It never happened. All right, let me finish clip. Next thing you know, he's narrating it on the USA Network. Well, I was like, how could I miss now with this movie? I got the greatest filmmaker, Ivan Reitman, involved. I'm going to be the fucking man here. Well, Ivan said, you prepared to work? I go, oh, we came to yeah, what are we doing? He says, I know yeah, a guy yeah, yeah. I think would be great to write this thing. So we heard that in our clip, so that's cool. So, so yeah, good enough, good enough. Okay. Um, so I just want to say, Gunga Dan happened writes because a... of a chance encounter walking yeah. in L.A.? Yes. Yeah, that's believable. Believable. So, so there's no chance anything with them. No. Like, he would even know what Ivan... Why would he even know what Ivan Reitman looked like? Buckwald. Who would knew what he looked like? Then? Just look for a hairless beaver. <laughs> yeah, I don't walking, know. But, <laughs> walking around in L.A., apparently. stupid derby he has on. Gunga Dan writes, was Buckwald the agent from Moses? And then uh, yeah, Azores yeah. writes, how can you be a super agent with all the... I know, the Azores... And Gunga Dan, spot on. The only thing this guy has done is, is strike a deal with the devil for Siri, to bilk Sirius in, uh, in, in 2004, 2005. Everybody else is some awful D and Z lister that you're never going to hear from again. And he was a radio and he, agent. And That's radio all Don Buckwald is. Yep. There's nothing super about him. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing super about him. Oh, I didn't think that one through. What? Hairless beaver? beaver. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He does look like a hairless beaver, though. The other kind. The other kind. <laughs> the other white meat. Nice All right, so beaver. we are nice. going to I do uh, Bon Jovial. If you're listening, I need. I really need like a um, cleaning out the computer clip um, uh, intro so that for our final clip of the night, which I I know exactly where we're going with this one, and I love it, and it's perfect for Valentine's Day. So that's why um, today's Valentine's. I don't... Today is Valentine's Day, as, as everybody who was so fucking annoying today with the little hearts that were cascading down the... you guys gave us $400 yesterday, but uh, there's hearts on the screen. Exactly. Bitches. Exactly. Sorry, it was almost $500. We gave out almost $500 yesterday, and a lot yeah. of that was from the, um, you know, the, the generosity... Dollars. Of others, but still, and then everybody it, just it, started it, it, bitching and moaning about the friggin' hearts. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. What are you going to do? Can't win them all, my friend. You can't Cannot win, win them all. So, um, all right, give us the build up to this clip, my friend. I haven't seen a client list that bad since Jennifer Love Hewitt on the Lifetime channel. What? This is, um, not talking about Buckwall. <laughs> 
This is this is Valentine's Day 2004. This is when Beth gets super annoying and she has crowbarred herself and attached herself to the show to try to get fame and Howard's letting her have her way. So they have a Valentine's Day party and the Skeleton Twins decide to choreograph this awful oh. attempt at humor that they're going to goof on the song Close to Me by uh, Karen Carpenter, is it? or is it The Andrew Carpenters, right? yes. Okay, the Carpenters, right. And ironically, or fittingly, they're all anorexic. Why would why would two anorexics singing another anorexic bulimic song who died of anorexia? Right, this is their goal. I don't even remember it. Yeah, either. you have no idea about all of this. Who knew that happened? This happened after you sang, and if you don't remember the singing, you don't remember God, anything. Robin's that happened. I don't remember any of it. Jesus Christ! I was so hammered. Yeah, I heard everybody was saying how bombed you were. Yeah. Then we went to then I made the biggest phone. Howard. Yeah. Please talk about your 20-minute version of Close to You at your karaoke party. Yes, I will. Oh, yeah, that was a great party. I even oh, have it on tape. Best party ever. Best oh, party. Yeah, we, had a par- we had a big party, and uh, I, I got to talk about a lot of stuff. John, that's it. Go. We decided to have this, you know, Valentine's Day party. It was sort of Beth's idea to do it. Of course it was. And I said, hey, that'd be fun. She gets to throw Christmas What the hell do you do on Valentine's Day? It was a Saturday night. Yeah. So we had a couples thing. The, the array of guests was amazing. I mean, people would just say, you invited almost everybody you know. Yeah, I invited people that I knew. Like, And then I didn't go the celebrity route. I didn't like invite people that are celebrities that are on our show. But it's funny. It's like, oh, there's Artie. Oh, there's Wood Yee. Oh, there's Richard Belzer. Right. You know, it was yeah. sort of weird. But I had Belzer because Belzer and I keep talking right. about getting together. And uh, I don't know if Belzer had a good time because Belzer didn't see any famous people there. And I think he's about famous really? people. I think oh. Belzer needs other famous Pathetic. people. Yeah. 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 Well, I knew Listen he didn't this. know anybody, so yeah. I was, like, a little worried about him. I knew that certain people would be disappointed, like Judith Reagan came who, from Reagan Books, and who's my publisher. She's mispronouncing her name. And I realized about two minutes in when she got there, she Reagan, looked around the room, didn't see yeah, anybody famous. It's not right. Yeah, she sat over in a corner, yes. actually. Pouting. Oh. And Mary McCormick, who's fairly famous, had a great time. Yeah, well, Mary's a friend, you know. She was great. I was, it was so much fun to see her. Yeah. not. <laughs> what? It's only yours? That's yeah, it's just me and Beth, and then... Yours uh, was enough, and then Ross and Melissa? No, Richie yeah. and Jane. Richie and Jane. Oh, wow. Horrible. Uh, huh. Man, it's so bad. Doing it when you're loaded is, you know, well, it's the most fun, first of all. In my defense. Only, well, you know what? You were so nervous about it. He's not a drinker. He didn't get loaded. You said this is when he started to drink. The, the party, he's, even. He's that that you were going to be Hampton's drinking big time boy. because you needed yeah. courage. I did. I don't <laughs> I needed liquid courage. Right. <laughs> but I, you know what? I did pay for full taping. Yeah, really. So he has a guy Yours is enough. Yeah. He hired... <laughs> he hired somebody to tape this for him? Yeah, to record the whole character. You people, if you haven't heard this before, wait till you hear it. I mean, everybody I think... everybody will collectively have a sphincter puncture. Punker, pucker. I think a lot of people haven't heard it, Monique. I mean, this is I know, I know. 17, I... 18 years ago. I know. I, I know we played it on one of our shows, and um, yeah, I don't remember. Melvin, There's really quick. a couple quick. of bleeps in there because they begin to curse. Sorry, go. Sorry about that. Melvin, really quick. Yes, we played a clip. I'll bring it back again. Cleaning out the computer. The first one we did, I have a clip of Judith Regan saying in the basement, he, she gave Howard a pencil job where she took a pencil out and started poking at his schwanz like while Allison was upstairs. There's absolutely right. no way they didn't do fool around during the making, uh, during the writing of uh, Miss America, I believe. In the butt. In the, just like she took a pencil out. So it's the weirdest clip butt. ever.
hours. Yes, it's like crazy. Things. Just just imagine, I'm so drunk that I have no recollection. Like literally the next morning. I think you still also had a drink in your hand. I did. You were singing. I was drinking and singing. <laughs> You're like Sinatra. Yeah. So here it is. just throw out there really quickly that he would never allow something like this to be on air today i know do I you recall the that he did that whole song from mark ronson and do you oh, recall yeah, 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 i yeah. ran into mark ronson with my girlfriend oh, and so we cool. were like what happened to the howard stern show and he just kind of nodded his head and said i don't think that's gonna happen uh, yeah. something like that he had recorded crazy. for Mark Ronson. He had recorded a full song for him, and Mark was going to, like, turn it into a something. And it just never happened. He would just never allow this out now. The visual never. of the skeleton twins staring at each other and giggling, and the, and, and the staff is, like, just forced laughter and pretending that. I think it's funnier to actually sing that earnestly. I really yes. do. I think it's a funnier bit to, to try and sing that. that. When you go up there and you say, there's nothing funny about that. When you actually try to earnestly sing it, I think that's much funnier. Yeah, I agree. That's what he said. I want a hit song without putting in any work. It's that's right. exactly what he said. Oh, is there more to this clip? Must we yeah, suggest? Yeah, okay, more. more. torture. All right, here we go. Hopefully it goes. It's supposed to be Beth's line. Right. You, you are needed. Yeah. Just like me, they long to be close to 
Upset Karen Carpenter's not alive to hear them. Really? <laughs> and you know, before this, I was like, I said to Beth, I'm not, you know, before this, I was like, I said to Beth, I'm not getting up there singing it's gay, it's a gay song. <laughs> Meanwhile, getting get about 20 vodkas in me, and I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, singing, you can't stop. Hey, yeah, hey, everybody. So I forgot, was there actually a time where um, Howard actually had fun? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I Even this sounds Xavier forced. Left us. Like, <laughs> he's, this is like choreographed. The skeleton twins sitting at the Millennium Towers, choreographing every bit of this, and they come on. And so you know, even like Beth can't just blend at a party. She just can't be. She's got to have this thing planned out where she's the star of the party for the staff. And this goes on at that Christmas, that lure fish bar Christmas party they have, right. where it's for Beth. Two right. anorexics planning a Christmas party, Plan yes. planning the menu. I might add, uh, pescatarian menu. That's right, 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 right. There was no real food there. Don't you remember no. John Hine bitched and moaned about it, that he had to and go out and get McDonald's afterwards? Yes, yes. Because there was nothing for him to eat? That's the way it works there. You, one, of your, one, of your visita one of your walking um, yes. videos. When you I will do a restaurant is, is walking The thing. Lure Fish Bar in uh, – it's, it's, it's uh, Tribeca, right? Yes. Okay. The fact that it's still open is amazing to me, to be honest with you. I don't even some, know if it is. Some Truly. of those celebrity haunts are not – we're immune yeah. to the effects of COVID and stuff because it's so. All right. So Xavier left us because he, he made a hard and fast rule that he would only do an hour and a half with us. And clearly we've, we've <laughs> That's an Irish to, exit. He totally did an Irish exit on us. So we are done now. We are at an hour 53, which is slightly longer, but we had a lot of clips to get to <laughs> tonight. And I was glad that you had the Ivan Reitman thing. Um, so those are like some classic clips that uh, John's going to be sprinkling into each one of these shows so that we have something from the past that uh, we enjoy and like making fun of. Check out Robin making fun of Beth's article. Oh, that is a good clip. That definitely. We'll get that. That's a great that, – we should definitely – I gotta write that. I'm going to write that down. Thank you very much. For that. Who said that? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. That no John Hine gossip. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that. At some <laughs> rooster side. Rooster side. Burbs wrote. Karen Carpenter threw up when she heard this. Song. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird celebrity death that was. That's all she's synonymous with is bulimia and anorexia. But she wasn't. She had one of the I most know. spectacular voices, and she was an amazing drummer. So, sorry, Karen. All right, we're going to leave you. John, love you. Talk to you manana. And love you, too. Love we, you, chat. We're gonna Happy Valentine's Day <laughs> on the day that you were born. The Thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so that you know when we're going to have a new show. Thanks. Thanks.